So, yes, that's why I don't like regular show. <laughs> I think you can tell. It's it's just stuff that happens and characters that are things that aren't people that look and act like people. Yeah, but they look and act like boring people. And I think the joke is supposed to be how much of like a, a nothing and sometimes non sequitur it is. Like, it's funny because the the gumball machine is in a chili cook-off. Like, I don't know what the joke is. Okay. I mean, there weren't... There wasn't really a joke in any of that. Like, there wasn't really a joke. It was just a bunch of stuff that was happening. Yeah, and I guess the humor is supposed to come from the reactions of the characters. I don't know. It definitely... Like, I know, I, I, I knew when they were trying to do something that they thought was funny. Like, when he kept the gag where he kept, like, busting in and making them try at inappropriate chili. times and saying like eat this chili uh-huh. and they're like hey we're in the middle of something and like that was supposed to be funny okay but that <clears throat> yeah i mean it wasn't it was just stuff that was happening mm-hmm. uh so i like adventure time but that's sh- like maybe that was a bad episode i don't know it just that one just know. didn't hit me as like much going on like yeah the non sequitur stuff in adventure times at least like funny or like off enough that it's entertaining i don't know yeah i i don't know like you know there's there's stuff like i remember shows like aqua teen or sea lab where like the absurdity of the situations and how the characters act and stuff is what I find amusing about the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know it like that's really hard to hit. Uh, I guess it's, it's hard to, it's hard to hit for me. Like what the thing is that I like about that show. It's hard to say like, this is why I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, because if I just tell you like, well, it's, it's a bunch of random stuff that happens. <laughs> And it doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, like, what happens in this episode? Well, they go to a, they go to a tour, a Dracula <laughs> museum, but it's really crappy. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like that. I, I, if I say the plot, it's, it's really dumb. Yeah. But it's all about like the, I guess the characterization of the, of the things. Right. Well, some of it's and fun. It's ridiculousness. like ridiculousness. I think some of it's funny too. Is like, you know, Master Jake is always just so horrible to meet Wad. Yeah. And meet Wad is just kind of weird, weird little guy. And I don't know. Yeah. Well, and like C Lab, it was good mostly because of Murphy. Uh huh. Well, and there's, but I mean, there's also things just like, you know, their next door neighbor is Carl. It's just like some guy from New Jersey. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, somewhere it's just kind of funny. Right. And like, he doesn't know why things are happening or is, has just kind of like resigned to the fact that like food lives next to him and is, and are terrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, and somehow in this situation, like the guy that like wears sweatpants and flip flops outside all day is the good neighbor, <laughs> which is also kind of. <laughs> right. 
So, yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that new Thundercats show is by the regular show guy. It looks like the art. When I saw the art, I thought, oh, this is exactly this other show. And I guess it was regular show once I saw it because... Hulu keeps trying to recommend regular show when I'm watching Adventure Time. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I saw, I was like, oh, I guess if you like regular show and hate Thundercats, but remember Thundercats, this is the show for you. Yeah. Like, the problem like, I have with that show, with this new Thunder, this new, like, crappy Thundercats, it's very, it seems like it's Teen Titans Go for Thundercats. It's like if you like regular show, but you've seen a T-shirt for Thundercats, uh-huh. then you might like this show. No, I mean, but like literally, I think it's it's like they're totally Teen Titans going Thundercats. Uh-huh. And it's like a show that wouldn't exist if it weren't for the nostalgia of the original Thundercats. Yeah. But at the same time, it like just is a total poke in the eye to anybody that has any nostalgia for the the actual Thundercats. Right. Like, I even watching the old episodes, there's stuff that I'm like, okay, like, that's really cornball about the old Thundercats. But still, like, I I still, I don't know, I'd still watch an episode or two. Mm -hmm. But I I also don't have, like, I guess I don't, I don't have, like, the delusions that it was this, like, masterpiece show. But it, it, it was at least, like, well animated and and attempted to be well act voice acted and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was interesting and like a unique concept at the time. Like what a weird thing of these like human cat people, alien things. And then they crash land on a, a, a planet that's alien to them. And then <laughs> there's a space mummy. Yes. He's evil and tries to kill them, I guess. Or he, no, he wants the eye of Thundara, right? Isn't that uh, right? Or something he I think I think I don't know. He was like entombed and shit. He wasn't even like he was like all sleeping and then the mutants woke woke him up. And it's just the mutants, right? It's not the mutants or some weird pronunciation. Uh yeah, I, yeah, I it's think just it's the mutants. I don't know why I was getting at one time I thought it was like, oh, they're the mutants, or they've got some weird pronunciation. Because like everything in the show had some weird pronunciation. Because it's like yeah. it's not mummy, it's mum ra uh-huh. and like slithe. And Vulture Man and uh yeah and uh Jackal Man and Jackal Man and Monkeyan. Monkeyan. I think yeah. is it Monkeyan? Well, okay, and what the other thing is like the there's the Lunatacks. <laughs> yeah, that's the why other it is. group of bandits. Yeah, because it's Lunatacks, and that's maybe where I thought it was mutants. Like, yeah. Lunatacks, mutants, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. The best is Robert Burbles. They're just, the Robert Burbles are the best. It was like a friggin' like land of Teddy Ruxpins. That had like become sentient and created a society. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so and this isn't the first time they've tried to like redo a Thundercats show. There was one like in the early two thousands or something. It was like two thousand eleven or something. Yeah, that they, Cartoon Network tried to do. Yeah, and it wasn't great. It was all right. It wasn't great. And uh, it lasted a season. I don't. I don't think it even finished that season. Yeah, I don't know. It, but it was. It did not get a second run. That's Didn't get a second run. Now, yeah. Unlike what well, now? You're watch, Are you watching Voltron on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Now that is really good. Yeah. Um, and they're they just released like season six or whatever. 
Yeah, we're yeah, we're watching that now. Yeah. But so so yeah, I I wish I don't know. Wish Netflix would have made it instead yeah. of somebody else. <laughs> Although that's kind of a double edged sword, like because Netflix makes some garbage. But well, they the thing is, they finally started creating enough content that some of it's shit. Right. Right. They started uh, to make. Yeah, some they like finally become stuff. like a network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they started to make some crappy stuff. Yeah. Um, they're, they're a real studio now. Uh-huh. They make some garbage and they make some good stuff. Yeah. But the Voltron Voltron's been pretty good so far. Yeah. Um. That was one that used the source material well. Yeah, and and it has references to the old stuff, but it's not like, uh, it's not like, remember, remember this thing. It's like kind of obscure stuff that they harken back. It's to. got the same, yeah, but I mean, and it's got the same characters. Well, it's got the same characters, <laughs> yeah, but there's there. So like, there was a weird episode where they like went to an alternate dimension and they ran into Sven. Right. And it's like. That's one of those things where, like, they replaced Sven with Shiro in this thing because uh, Sven wasn't a very good character and they got rid of him in the old show anyway. But yeah, so like they show him and I'm like, oh, I get it because that was what the other guy was. It's this weird Swedish character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's stuff like that. That's like it doesn't matter that you like if you didn't watch the original show. It's just a goof. But if you did watch the original show, it's like, hey, yeah, there's this goofy thing. And then there's I mean, there's other stuff, too. It's like, you know, Zarkon was a bad guy at the beginning. And I knew at some point because it happened in the original show that like at some point, like Zarkon would go out of the picture and then it would be about Lotor, mm-hmm. even though they didn't mention Lotor for like two seasons or something. Yeah. But it's like I knew Lotor is coming. And then he and then it's like, oh, hey, there's Lotor. It's like, yeah, obviously that was going to happen. Yeah. But like the relationships with like him and Hagra and all of that stuff is very different. Oh yeah, like all of yeah, all of the backstory to all the characters and how they relate to each other are completely different. But they're not completely different in a way that's like that's bad. They're because because the original stuff was so like I don't know so such a trope. Like it was so just kind of like boilerplate. Like this, these are bad guys. Yeah, bad I mean it's back stuff. in the back in the like toy selling, you know, cartoon yeah. world where it was just all of the characters were like very one dimensional and like I'm the good guy because I got to be the good guy, you know, kind of stuff. And like the villain was just the villain to be the villain. Yeah, I mean, there's one episode that I was watching of the old show that, I, and it's on Netflix because it's part of that like Voltron '84. Uh, Netflix thing where they have the people who worked on the new show talk about their favorite episodes mm-hmm. and in one of the episodes like Zarkon's talking about how it, it, something to the effect of like disowning his son because his son wasn't evil enough or something like that <laughs> it's like oh man that's real good <laughs> that he's just like owning the fact that he's evil you know, right. and it's not it's not complicated where like he thinks he's doing good. It's like, no, he's evil. And yeah. he's like, it's yeah, like, I'm a I'm the bad guy. It's like Austin Powers, Dr. Evil kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of the stuff back then was that way. Like he man is retarded. Uh huh. You know, but that's just, yeah, that's just kind of how it oh, was. God. 
Skeletor is such a great character, though. <laughs> like, right. if you watch that show, like he's and it, especially if you watch the the like the Shira introductory movie thing where they it was the crossover uh-huh. where like Skeletor is kind of playing second fiddle to to the Shira bad guy. Right. And he, <laughs> he's just like he's just like getting told what to do and, and stuff. And it's like he's he just seems so down on his luck sometimes. And he like acts like it, too. What I also love is that he's got all of these, all these like henchmen and stuff that he calls idiots all the time. Yeah. And yet still they work for him and still he lets them work for him. It's like, you bozos. Like every episode, he's calling them bozos or some other like synonym for idiot. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just, it's just like the Megatron Starscream relationship. Where it's like, like this is this is like every Transformers episode. Megatron, I have a plan. Let's go do this thing to get Energon. You're a fool, Megatron. I should be in charge. And it's like, then he kicks him out, uh-huh. or something dumb happens, and then it's like, then they go fight, and then Megatron gets beaten up, and then Starscream goes, "I am the leader of the Decepticons now." And then like five seconds later, like something shoots at him. He's like, "Retreat!" And then they all run away in the end. Uh-huh. That's it. That's no, that's they, real. That's every Transformers episode. I mean, and, episode. and that's the that's the movie too. Is is <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it's just Megatron. Longer. Megatron gets beaten up, and then Starscream s- says he's the leader now. And then uh, Megatron's like, "No, you're you suck. Uh, Soundwave's the best." And everybody agrees that Soundwave's the best. And then he throws him out of a, out of the spaceship, or Starscream throws Megatron out of the spaceship. <laughs> yes, and then. But then he comes back and just melts the Starscream. Spoilers. <laughs> right, Spoilers. Right. Every G- Gen 1 Transformer in that movie dies. Pretty much. Well, if, technically, Megatron died too and was recreated as Galvatron. So yeah. it's not Megatron anymore. Right. The only ones that survived were... Uh, uh, crap. There's like two guys. Two or three guys that actually survived the whole culling of the movie yeah i don't remember who it was it like bumblebee uh i think it was bumblebee and i think the red guy uh n- not cliff jumper the other one i can't uh, remember uh, I'd have like to... sideswipe or something yeah i'd have to ask robbie he he, yeah. he knows he knows which one survived yeah but yeah there's like a few autobots and i think soundwave did survive oh yeah Soundwave so, makes it out alive but uh yeah it was like all of the other, uh, um, I can't remember what the word is, rogues or, crap, I can't remember. There's a word, seekers, all of the seekers, like all the seeker jets, I think, got destroyed. I can't remember. Those were those were all of the jets that were the exact same mold, but different paint jobs of Starscream. Those uh-huh. were all called the seekers. And I think all of those got killed. But yeah, it's just, it's just a big freaking mess. It's a simpler time. Yeah. And uh, Hot Rod. Hot Rod survived because he came became Rodimus Prime. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Well, didn't Ultra Magnus? Because he was... Ultra Magnus survived, but I thought Ultra Magnus was introduced in that show. In that oh, episode. yeah, I think he was. So that doesn't really count either. It was like, oh, this guy that's apparently been with us for a while, but we just now know about him. Yeah. And so. he's also a semi, I guess. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. The original Ultra Magnus, I think, was just a white 
Optimus Prime with a different trailer. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's the Thundercats show. Yep. So that's and and also more than you needed to know about <laughs> Transformers lore. Uh. Well, if there's one place where they're going to get more than they wanted to know, or whoever listens to this, nobody listens to this. Right. More than you need to know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so, okay, so did you see the thing about Valve, the Valve store? Uh, yeah, so they're just unapologetically say we're saying we're going to let porn and racist video games and all that kind of bullshit on their stores but we'll we promise for reals this time we actually really really mean it gonna help you filter garbage so you don't see all this bullshit yeah like we're gonna let anything on the store as long as it isn't trolling illegal illegal, and then they said trolling which doesn't mean anything right which they tried to clarify that later and it's still just a meaningless thing honestly i see trolling as somebody makes a flappy bird clone charges $1,000 for it and puts that on the store, that's probably the kind of thing that they'll shut down. But the game that goes and lets you murder gay people is and awards you points for it is probably going to be fine. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, somebody uh, at work was saying that it, it, it seems like because they're profiting off of stuff, potentially, from that, that they're like... Uh, it's a uh, passive approval of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. because they're not like rejecting it, right? And to me, since they're actually since they could will will make money off of it, like I, I well, okay, since they since they make money off of it, and they're providing a platform for people to reach others with that kind of like hate speech and stuff like that's what bothers me about right it's like we'll we'll let anything on because we know we will make we can make a profit off of it yeah right it's like well but you're also providing the means to like have anybody like communicate their terrible agenda yeah and just saying we don't approve of it but we'll still let you use it isn't exactly Awesome. Right. Right. That's just <laughs> like you're, you're just, you're just the fact that you're telling us you don't have any responsibility doesn't actually mean you don't have responsibility. You're that's just a lie. Right. It's just a lie to make your conscience feel better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess at the same time, like if people use their chats services to like organize you know, a bombing or something like that would also be bad. Like, I don't know who would do that, but right. You give because the chat ideas. services just aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But the, but the NSA doesn't monitor them. So yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, they probably do. Sure. They probably know how much I've spent on steam because that's freely available now, apparently. <laughs> well, not freely available, but like they have a tracker on your account now. Uh-huh. To show you, like, how much money you've spent. Right. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, I guess, that to see them just kind of, like, go from, I mean, 
on the one hand, like getting on Steam used to be a problem, and they've tried to open that up so that more like regular people could make a game and put it on there. And but on it's the one, gone too far. But it's like, you know, it's it's. I mean, it's up to them where they want to draw the line. But like, there's just so much garbage on there. Yeah, it's become it's the same problem that happened with the iPhone stuff. Yeah. Right. It's like, like one thing I will say that's good about Nintendo is that they're a lot more like their quality level of a Nintendo game is is generally much higher than other platforms. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, that was the whole seal of approval thing for Nintendo. Yeah. Like they're and they're still I mean, to this day, they're still heavily curated. I mean, sure, there's still going to be crappy games or at least games that aren't for me that come on yeah i mean they still make mario parties so (laughs) right but i mean there i mean there's but like that there's a difference between a game that's like not great to games that are just abysmally bad yeah and the problem with like the the way that like the iphone and steam approval now has gotten that way there's just games like one, the game just may not even fucking run after you pay for it. Right. And I mean, there's other, I mean, but I mean, even then, like, it doesn't mean that it won't be buggy as hell or just, you know, horrible for any number of reasons beyond, beyond the content being like something that offends you. Right. Yeah. Like not even getting into like objectionable, like content. There's just the games that are. And, that are just like, what are you even doing? Like, and honestly, like, I think, I mean, probably the reason that they changed their refund policy is because they've gone no holds barred. Any piece of shit can go on our on our thing now. Yeah, because the the refund policy used to be very different, and it's screwed. Oh, like the refund policy has screwed over, like actual legitimate developers, because basically, like it's. You can go play a game, you can play it for as long as you want, and then later, just without any, just for no reason, you can go return it and get a full refund, like on everything now. It's pretty much their So they their got policy. rid of the, the time restriction thing on it? I think, I, don't, I think so. I think there's, I don't, maybe there's still something, but it's like, if a game's, you know, if it's a 20-hour game, that still gives you plenty of time to just buy a whole bunch of games, play them all, and then return them, right? Like, the the... The policy, the return policy, got way looser, yeah, than it had been, and it's screwed screwing people over. Yeah, it's. I mean, I. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to do with Steam at this point. Um, I mean, I still use it because that's, you know, the, where all of my stuff is. <laughs> right and it's like it's because it's basically it's like what are you going to do go to origin (laughs) it's like like they basically have all of the power for over developers and consumers Mm -hmm. because there isn't really another option yeah Uh, like they've kind of cornered the market to an extent or to a large extent on the pc um it's just it's hard to it's hard to get one, get away from it, and two, it's hard to even get a physical copy of the game that isn't just a Steam installer at this point. 
<laughs> for for real games. Yeah. Like if you go buy them at the store. Or I mean, the other the other option, uh, like, well, I mean, it's not really an, another option, but like, like since other publishers are basically making their own thing, which to me is like even it's on the one hand, it's like okay, you know, uh, Blizzard has their own thing. Well, Activision Blizzard, because now they're putting like Destiny and Call of Duty on it and stuff. But like they've got their Battle.net launcher that has stuff. Bethesda but, has one now too. But still it's like you can't buy a game anymore. Right. Like, you can't you, go to the you store just, and, you can't go to the store and get fifteen floppy disks or a CD or a Blu-ray or any of that stuff anymore. Like the physical copies of games don't exist anymore. Yeah, like it's going to get to a point where like if you're not pirating those games, you don't have a way to play them later potentially, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and I mean, to some extent people are making games so that you don't have a way to play them anyway once the servers are down because the, there's so many like outside of like CD project, like they're tying so much functionality of the game into some kind of online service. Right, yeah, that, which like, is like yeah, which was part of my like super disappointment with like most of the E3 announcements. It's like, hey, every single game that looks cool is online multiplayer required nonsense. Yeah. It's just like, ugh. like I like <clears throat> playing games by myself. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm the only one left who likes that. Yeah, so I guess the we could, that bridges into the E3 thing and uh and Fallout 76 was like the first one and I'm just like, because it's basically it's like, hey, you know, all of the like crappy stuff that you didn't really like about Fallout 4. This game is just that. But on top of that, it also is multiplayer. And so now you have dicks on the Internet. Uh-huh. It's like, let's take the builder, like the stupid town builder, extra bullshit and add online assholes. And then that's this game. So yeah. it's like, but also th- let's get rid of like plot like literally everything that i like about fallout is exactly the stuff that's not in the game yeah so yeah it's it's every it's it's multiplayer all the stuff people complained about from four yeah it's yes it's like hey this is just settlement building and running around it's it's settlement building and radiant quests is what it sounds like yeah it's just like ugh Cause like we're, uh, I was reading an article, but people were like, "Hey, if there's no NPCs, how do you get quests?" And they're like, "From terminals and hollow tapes." I'm like, "Great, everything's, everything's just some garbage, like throwaway quest." Yeah. Like there's no storyline. But I guess they wanted minimal. to get some of that World War Z money, so they had to do it. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh yeah, here." <clears throat> well, survival games are hot, so here's a survival game in the fallout world that comes out two years later after that was a big deal because it takes us so long to make a game yeah and then they just make it a battle royale and so <laughs> then it's just like okay right yeah like that's gonna that's gonna be like dlc one for that game is now it's a battle royale mm-hmm. um Yeah, so, so that's that's disappointing. Also disappointing was their their of course announcements of like Elder Scrolls Six. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, we're making it. 
I'm like, I bet you are. <laughs> well, like the it says something is like because like basically like every was it four to six years is their release cycle for games. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, I guess I'll continue playing Fallout and Fallout Four and Skyrim in VR. Those are my new. Those are my single player games for the next, you know, half a decade. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I'm still playing God of War. It's just taking me forever to get through that game. <laughs> Not because it's like, well, I mean, it it is a long game, but it's mostly because I just haven't had time to play it. <laughs> yeah. Even though I really enjoy it. I have a backlog of PlayStation 4 games that I'll get to, I guess. In the meantime, yeah. Um, yeah. So I just made a list of stuff there uh, that was like, "Hey, these these seem interesting." Um, from E three, I didn't I didn't put star like what was it Starfield or something was the, the like the Bethesda like sci fi the best yeah. Bethesda in space game. Yeah, like, well, we're making a new like, thing. Here's a logo. Also, yeah. here's a space station. It was just yes. like it was just space. I I really hope that like and Todd Howard just like oh. <laughs> we, don't, we don't even know what this is yet. I, I was hoping that the 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 slogan for that was like in space there is no encumbrance because <laughs> because really it's zero gravity. No encumbrance for that for space. No, no space encumbrance. No, <laughs> it's just how many things can you like put in some kind of sack that floats behind you? <laughs> yes. And then it's not encumbrance. It's just like an unwieldy like. <laughs> you get like a katamari that you're carrying around. Is that <laughs> yeah. what it is? <laughs> it's just like oh, I can't quite get up this hill. It's not big enough. It's either too big or too small to get up this hill. Yeah. It's- <laughs> I need to I need to dump some stuff or I need to pick up more stuff uh-huh. so that it just kind of clunks over the edge. Speaking of dumping stuff or carrying more stuff, I didn't even put Death Stranding on this thing. Did you see that trailer? No. Oh man, they got another one. And it's it's still a weird thing. It still has a baby in it in your throat. Or in Norman Reedus's throat. I don't know what that means. You didn't see the last trailer? No, I don't know what you're talking about at all. Do you not? I haven't told you anything about Death Stranding. No. There's a baby and it's in Norman. Do you know who Norman Reedus is? No. He's from a show. He's from that Walking Dead show. Which one? The what? Is it, only the is one. It the, is it the like, is it the like pick guy? I uh, Aren't they all? No. Well, well I mean, not I the Chinese guy. No. Is he Chinese? Oh, God. Chinese. Is he Asian? There's, there's like an Asian kid. The super, what's his name? Not is not Rick. It's the other guy. It's like the the mullet guy, right? It's mullet guy. Yeah, okay, and he's got guy. the terrible Joe. He looks like Joe Dirt. Okay. It's Joe Dirt. Yeah, from that show. Okay, and he's got a baby in his throat. Yeah, like. But he's also got his, a baby in like a jar. On like, his chest. is it like Kuatu on his throat, or is it like down his mouth? Down his mouth, like it okay. does, like an inch, like a like a. a fiber optic cam sort of thing into his throat and there's a baby in it and he gives you a thumbs up and the baby gives you a thumbs the baby up? gives you a thumbs up okay are you sure it's I, in his throat and it's not like in his belly or no something? it's in his throat because it goes down it goes into his mouth okay i really like now i just want to describe the trailer to you and hear your reaction to it because <laughs> it's pretty good okay. just hearing your confusion okay after like everything i say okay so 
So this new trailer. Okay, so the old trailer had... There's been three trailers so far. There's been the one that was just like naked Norman Reedus on a beach and uh, hands, handprints from some kind of invisible thing, but they're really big. And then they make inky handprints on his body and he's holding a baby and then he's not holding a baby. And then he stands up and there's like shadowy figures in the sky. How naked is he? Absolutely naked. Do you see all of this or is it just Just the butt? Okay. Yeah. Uh, And so, and it's raining. And so that's one trailer. And then another trailer is, uh, what's his name? I don't, and he's not, he's the director of like Pan's Labyrinth. Guillermo del Toro. Mm -hmm. Guillermo del Toro is walking through like a weird battle zone that has like organically goopy tanks, but they look like World War II tanks. And but they're covered in goo, kind of like, like they got slimered. No, like, uh, you remember that game Prototype? Did you ever play that? No. Okay, well, it's kind of like Stranger Things goo, like 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 tendrily pinky mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Okay, so that's on the tanks, and he's running through, and he gets to like a sewer, and now he's got a baby in a jar, right? And then Mads Milkinson is in a tunnel. Who's that? He's he's from this show called Hannibal. He oh he was also uh, the bad guy, not the main. Well, the main bad guy, but not Dormammu, not Dormammu, but the main bad guy from Doctor Strange. The guy who is like leading the bad guy cult. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, the the wizard, like long haired wizard guy. Yeah, evil wizard. Okay, so he was. That's Mads Milkinson. Okay, that's a crazy name. Yeah, I don't know. He's like Swedish or something. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so that's another trailer. And then, and okay, so in this most recent trailer, what happens is uh, you've got naked Norman Reedus again, and it starts with the baby in his throat. Because the last trailer ended with the baby in his throat, and then this one starts with it, and it shows you his butt, baby butt, in the throat, and then he rotates around, and then it gives you a thumbs up, and then it zooms out, and then it's Norman Reedus. He's naked. And so this one actually has gameplay. And here's what the gameplay is. Is you're walking around and you've got stuff on your back. This is what brought, made me think of it. Because it's like, it feels a lot like you're the lady, the like pack rat lady from Labyrinth, where you're just like piling stuff on your back. Uh-huh. And it looks like you pile stuff on your back and you try to carry it from place to place. And you have to like not drop the stuff. Right? And it's raining all the time. And is it raining stuff or just raining water? Water. Okay. Ish. It looks like water. It might not be water. And then there's the invisible hand things. And they can, like, they know if you're breathing. Because they all will hold their breath whenever the invisible hand thing is around. And stuff, like, gets older as it walks by. Uh, so, like, grass grows and stuff when it, the invisible thing's walking by. And then there's a lady uh, with a really, like, geometric and bad umbrella. And she also has, like... Geometric and bad. Like, it's not a... It's not a... It's not a dome. It's like... Um, it's like a pyramid? Kind of. Yeah, it's very angular. It's like if some um, modern art sculptor was like, here's an umbrella. 
It's the idea of the umbrella. It's yeah, it's the, exactly. Is it like a box kite? Kinda, yeah. Okay. It looks like that degree of like angular, like layers of things, like tiers of like triangles and stuff. And it's like this is an umbrella, and she's holding it. And also her suit kind of looks like that ferro fluid where it's like all spiky, but like black and goopy. Uh huh. And and but and that like raises and lowers depending on if the invisible monsters around. And I don't know what she does, but she's got white hair. And she's hanging out with Norman Reedus for a little bit. Well, he's still naked? Uh, no, he's got an outfit on. And so then there's more walking around, and at some point he's got like what looks like a corpse on his back. But it's like wrapped up in like a body bag, and so he's carrying that. So most of the game that they show is him walking around with stuff on his back and like wading through rivers and things. Um, and then he's like sneaking around and trying to get through this invisible monster space. And there's tentacles, and the tentacles get them, and then they suck them into the ground. And that's the end. Yeah, and then it shows the figures floating in the sky again. <laughs> so that's Death Stranding. And so it's a Hideo Kojima game. Oh, I see. So it's, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That's so weird. How do you feel about celebrities in video games? I don't like it. Don't like it? Not really. Yeah. Mostly because I don't, I don't feel like it makes, and unless it's like a based on a on a thing, like if it's a movie tie-in game or something, and it's like, oh, right, right, fine. You gotta have to have the celebrity in there, but like, part part of the thing that makes video games cool is it doesn't have to be actors. Mm-hmm. It can be whoever, it can be whatever, mm-hmm. you know. It can be some kind of, you know, stack of paperweights or something voiced by somebody random. You know, mm-hmm. you could have like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. doing the voice of a stapler and like, that's fine. But uh, like, but, so, but, like, but so, when it's like, like that one call of duty where it's like, look, it's Kevin Spacey. There he is. Well, even like if you go back as. To the Force Awake, uh, the the Force, uh, what is it called? Uh, Force Unleashed, uh-huh. right? Like that character was based on an actor. The main guy, yeah. Oh. The main guy was modeled to look exactly like the voice actor, who is an actor. Oh yeah, I mean some of that. Does, does that not bother you because he wasn't famous enough for it to count? Well, it, yeah, it wasn't like stunt casting, like. You know, like Kevin Spacey or like sort of a more recent example than that one. I don't know. But So what about like Or or like Norman Reedus, right? Where right, it's yeah. in, in this it's like virtual Norman Reedus. But but what about like uh um Heavenly Sword that was like, hey, this has got like Andy Circus like all over it. Like Well, I mean that was Andy Circus and like one of the characters looked like him, but didn't he do like several or something? He did. I think he did several of the voice acting and like a lot, a lot of the motion capture acting. I'm okay. I'm more okay with that. I'm especially since Andy Serkis is good at like being different people. The thing that I don't like is when it's like, like if you hired Craig T. Nelson to be Craig T. Nelson in the coach well not the coach if he was in the coach video game that's great obviously it has to be him uh but if it's like you know if something and he's basically basically just 
being Craig T. Nelson right, in like, the game. Like if we if we made a new beat 'em up game and it was just your just Liam Neeson beating people up in this yeah. game. Yeah. And the game's called You're Just Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Liam Neeson, a Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesdays with Liam. <laughs> and so that and yeah, and that's the game. Well, see, but then that's kind of goofy because then it's then that's the joke is that you've got Liam Neeson. <laughs> but yeah, if it was just if it was like some, you know, some game about like you know, being it, oh, uh, oh yeah, okay. Advanced Warfare, different Call of Duty had the guy who played Jon Snow in it, right? Uh-huh. And he was cast, and the gate they made the guy look like Jon Snow, and it's like he, it's a game about you know, uh, future space battle stuff, and he's on a spaceship, and it's like, yeah, but I'm the guy who plays Jon Snow, and it's like, uh, all right, I guess, like he looks like a dude, but. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, well, you're kind of like stifling your creativity by making it look exactly like that guy. On the other hand, I'm sure the facial motion capture guys are like, this is a lot easier because now the face is just the face. <laughs> uh-huh. It's like all those David Cage uh, games where they just use real people and their likenesses and mm-hmm. like they they play, you know, the... So like, and some of that is the some some of that is the facial motion capture stuff. I have to stop you right there because you called them games. But let's move on. (laughs) Look, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, they're they're basically choose your own FMVs. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, except they're not even FMVs. They're just they're they're semi semi passive movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, with so with those things, like that's 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 the kind of stuff where like if they actually well because they, they do use famous people, they use like Willem Dafoe and like Ellen Page and stuff, and it's just like, what are you doing? Like you're just using these. Make a movie. You know, <laughs> especially if you're David Cage, just go make a movie. It's like I think I feel it's I, again. That's just me like hating on him, but it's just somebody that didn't make it in film school and decided to go into games instead. I feel like that's what happened, and because he's French and gets funding from the government is probably how he manages to get his games made. But I digress. Yeah, I mean, at some point, to me, it's 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 like you're not even trying to make a new character. You're just like making this. You're just making this person. And you're putting them in their game, and that just seems really boring to me. Mm-hmm. And I, and especially since like I don't care about celebrities and stuff, unless, unless again, it's like Craig T. Nelson, and you're or and you're playing the coach game or something like then, <laughs> then that's interesting. But that's also just like me specifically wanting to play this coach video game. Right? Yeah. For some reason, you seem very obsessed with playing the coach video game. I think it's because I saw The Incredibles two, and that's why my brain's going to Craig T. Nelson because he does the Mister Incredible voice. Uh huh. And so yeah. Um, but also, it's like my go to for like here's a like really like generic guy who's an actor. Right. You know, like you. you Mine's see him Bill in- Pullman. So speaking of which, I watched uh, I watched the Independence Day sequel 
resurgence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. That is an awful movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like barely awful enough to where it's, it's entertaining. It's just like, it's on the cusp of like just being super dull and like really just like, oh boy, like incredibly contrived and also leaning heavily on stuff that they did in the first movie that you're like, shouldn't they know better? No, they don't. Why don't they know better? Like, why isn't anybody smarter after the first movie? Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, I don't like celebrities cast because they're a celebrity in a video game. Right. Okay. Like if they're cast because. And that's the that's the thing that's well, hard to that's hard to that's hard to say is like I, you know, not not working on any of those games like. I can't tell you that they were the best person for that character from an acting standpoint, because I don't know if like the person writing that story was like, and we're going to get, you know, Craig T. Nelson, Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I kind of, I get what you're saying. Like for me, it's like the cool thing about video games is with the exception of, some of the designers that we have thus far named for the most part, video games stand on their own merit, right? Like there is not a whole lot of games. Like we know, I think we know more about it because we're in the industry. We follow some of this stuff. Like, Uh but like the, the general person doesn't know generally or give a shit about Anybody that any one specific person that made a game, right? That like contributed oh, yeah. to the game. Yeah, right? it's like, like you you go on the street and like you find somebody who's like just a uh, like an average person who owns an Xbox, and you're like, hey, name the creative director for Halo, right? Or name anybody at Bungie, yeah. Or name anybody at any AAA studio, like the. The most recognizable person is probably, I guess, I don't know. It's probably, is it Kojima? Maybe? Kojima is probably one of the most, but like, that's the thing is like. But even from, though it's only for certain people. Well, yeah, it's because his games aren't exactly outside of maybe MGS5. Like they're not the mainstream games. Yeah. But it's like name a name. Miyamoto, a, maybe. Oh about, yeah, Miyamoto. Okay. So Miyamoto is probably. But even still, like, I think I think you've got to be a certain degree of like video game nerd, right? Because if you ask the per- average person that played Zelda, they wouldn't. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, uh, but it's like, but and both of those are Japanese, right? And yeah. and they are way more. Though that culture of game development is way more into promoting like the kind of auteur right yeah it, game well, developer game designer and like the other ones that we named are all european yeah right like i can't think of an american right now right like there's not there's not like an american face of game development well sit who's, like, who's the okay so there all right well yeah like but he put his name on stuff like, right. that's, like the, it, that's it thing. became like he made he made his name a brand yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, you have to you have to really care about the industry before you, to like to recognize people. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, <clears throat> but I mean that's the thing I like about it is there isn't that, and I guess maybe that's the issue that I have with it is like when you start throwing like the Walking Dead guy into your game, it's like now the game's you know attraction is because it's got this celebrity in it, not because the game. Is any good? And from everything you described, this game just sounds like a weird garbage. I'm not interested in the game. Oh, what the Death Stranding game? Yeah. Oh no, but I mean, that's why I want to play the game because it's 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 Kojima's weird garbage. <laughs> like that's the that's the strange attraction I have to all of Kojima's games. Right, and I I've mean, never played any of them. Yeah. So there we are. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to like, I mean, a lot of people like kind of took a dump on the on the story in the metal gear games because they like just went off the rails into like bananas land and like it's like such an anime in like the weirdest sense like the weirder it got the more i loved it because it was just like what's he gonna do (laughs) (laughs) what's what's he gonna say this time is this all a dream is it a simulation within a dream within a simulation Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) What does it have to do with nanomachines? I don't know. <laughs> he was a clone the whole time? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? Like, wait, 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 wait. So we're in space now? We're in space? This was actually a big alien ship? Yeah. yeah that's That'll be the next one. <laughs> You'll actually be in space. Yeah, and like, so, so much of like, what he does is like, that kind of, that degree of like, insanity stuff. And like a lot of people are just like, oh, I can't take this. It's so nonsensical. And I'm like, give it to me. And so I see a trailer like this where like the gameplay looks boring as hell, like walking around carrying crap on your back. And then there's like weird invisible monsters and a baby in your throat. And I'm like, sign me up. This is going to be an amazing ride. <laughs> yes. But then it has Norman Reedus in it and Mad Milkinson. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> And I know, and like Metal Gear Solid Five had uh, Kiefer Sutherland in it <laughs> as Snake because Kojima like just loves the movie business. I guess Kojima's become a star fucker is what it is. I think so. Yeah. So well, okay then. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. So neither of us like it. Yeah, because it does kind of take away from like the the game and like what makes a game a game, you know? Yeah. Uh which is like the the stuff you do in it. Not like I don't know. I guess it's the it's the culmination of the efforts and like the way you then how that lets you like play in that space like that like how everything adds to that playing of the game yeah but yeah and 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 i don't and celebrity voice celebrity casting like doesn't do it it costs a lot of money but it like it in the end for me isn't as good as just like making a unique character set in the game world because then i like I I focus on like yeah that's you know what's his face and not like this is the character I'm playing as. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't have to think about it. So we got a few thing, a few more things on the list. Um, the uh, I want to bring up Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Did you see the trailer for that? Yes, I did see the trailer for that. Um, so I I've played the old pen and paper game once mm-hmm. because it's based off a role playing game. Um, and it like looking at the art and those those like uh, RPG books and stuff, like. They, they did it. Like they made a game that looks like the art in those books, and like has the logo, and like has the it like has the aesthetic, and it has the mechanics and stuff that I can tell from what they've said about the game, and like what they've people have talked about from the from the demo that they get like the behind closed doors demo. It seems like a really cool game. Yeah. Is it more than just shooting? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good because like. I was like, to me, it looked like, it's like, oh, they, you know, they kind of, it, like, I really like the Shadowrun games, uh-huh. um, but those are, like, tactical strategy and they're way too, like, nerdy for a big, major studio title, mm-hmm. like, this one clearly seems to be. I just, I just want it to be a fun game that's not, you know, 90% pointing a, a gun at things. Uh, yeah. Like, and particularly because it looked like it was a console game and not a, not a uh, PC game. It may be, it'll probably be on both eventually, but I don't, what's well, it's, I generally don't play any game that requires you to shoot a gun if it's on a console. Well, no, it's a PC game. Oh, it is? Okay. I mean, it's the CD Projekt guys, so it's. Uh, I, I didn't really look much beyond the, the video. Oh, so. yeah. So it's by the guys who made The Witcher. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they're definitely focused on like making it a single player RPG, um, and then making interesting mechanics from the game. There's one, there was one article that mentioned that like you like, depending on what outfits you wear, that will like give influence for different like factions, (laughs) I guess, that allow you to access different parts of the world that's great so like you gotta dress all fancy to get into the high the high-end club <laughs> yeah and then you gotta dress like a hobo to get into like the hobo zone i don't know the hobo zone. <laughs> yeah no that's, that's the it's, a, that's, it's a different that's a low-end club it's a different high-end club <laughs> where people pretend to be hobos <laughs> we're hoboing The hobo zone. Uh-huh. But it's like... <laughs> That's all you can think about now. <laughs> <laughs> but the logo, like, it doesn't it doesn't actually have O's in it. Mm-hmm. It's just like H-B-Z-N-E or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some pretentious way to, like, show. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the thingy that they carry around called? A bindle? Yeah. They have, like, a bindle check at the back. <laughs> No, no, that's what your drinks are served to you in. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, the drinks come in those, like, uh, you know, those those metal tin, those tin mugs. That's what all the yeah, yeah. Well, mugs. well, yeah, it's the tin mugs, but, like, the, the wait staff is, is carrying a bindle. <laughs> the wait, oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Because <laughs> there, there are waiter hobos. 
They've got a wait staff. <laughs> Cold beans. Cold, Cold beans. beans. This is my VIP barrel. <laughs> it's warming yourself. Warm your hands over it. <laughs> it's got got to watch out for like <laughs> when people try to wander in that it's too real. <laughs> so hopefully they've got a hobo zone. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Uh, but yeah, it it I mean it looked really cool. I hope they show gameplay because from what I've heard uh, from what they showed in that demo, like, and maybe they'll show it at Gamescom or something because that Gamescom's a the European. Uh, it's like in Germany, mm-hmm. um, and since CD Projekt's a Polish company, like maybe they'll show more at Gamescom. But yeah, and I, I think that's in August. Yeah, I mean, what I saw clearly looked like it was all cinematic stuff. Yeah, yeah. But apparently it was all like in engine running on a dev kit and stuff. So Yeah, that's how thing that's how games look now. <laughs> we're we're there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it just looks really good and I guess like work working on a game that like doesn't like in development that doesn't look like that yet and we're already having performance problems and we're just like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get it to look that good? Uh but you know, those guys are also like making their own engine and stuff. Yeah. A lot of, got a lot of cool stuff. We've got cool stuff. I understand. Like we, our, our game is like, we're, you know, we're we're working on some of that stuff too. It's just like, uh, yeah, I, I know the, the pains of dealing with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh man, like moving moving to the new consoles where it's like, oh yeah, you've got eight gigs of RAM, and moving from like the five twelve megabytes or whatever from the last gen Xbox three sixty requirements, and it's like, oh my gosh, eight gigs. How are we ever going to fill that up? Oh, we filled it up. We filled <laughs> it up pretty quick. It turns out when people try to like push four K textures, like it fills up really fast. Yeah. Um. So bummer um well we've been going for about an hour yeah we didn't get through the whole list but it's fine we'll have more stuff for next time yeah there's always more to talk about but um if only we hadn't talked about transformers so long (laughs) it came up it had to happen uh okay so is this episode going to be called uh liam neeson a tuesday it says that a hobo zone. Oh, hobo zone. Hobo zone with no O's. <laughs> I don't know how you spell that, but you could try. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we'll just be hobo zone. Okay. I do like the hobo zone. <laughs> this is the best visual. Yeah. Okay, it's hobo's. Home.